0: Welcome to tonight's episode of A Trigger. I'm your host Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host Adam Fuhbird. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Going okay. Just okay. Yep, it's going just okay. Just okay. <laughs> That means that you probably should sit back, relax, and grab yourself an ice cold beverage so that you can feel
1: just okay. Yeah. And so I feel just okay. I got myself some uh, nice water here tonight. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let me send, let me send this to you through the internet. <laughs>
1: just, just run out. Uh, I wish I had one here, then I could just be like, "Oh,
0: yeah." <laughs> we should really plan that better <laughs> next time. Uh... Oh, yes, I forgot. We are coming
1: to you live
0: from inside a hypersonic nuclear delivery vehicle. <laughs> How do they even do that? Adam? How can they even do that? <escapes> but we'll get into that. Don't you folks worry out there in TV land.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but first, we have some uh, you know, local happenings from the Skis, 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 Skis Scanner radio. 16th Street. Male in a hospital gown walking south near Jersey. Left the ER. QPD. En route. People are fleeing. Blessing hospital. They can't abide by their poor treatment of folk.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Can you... Can you walk around in a hospital gown? Is it against the law? Uh,
0: I wouldn't think so, but, you know, maybe, because you're backless and so you may have your butt hanging out or whatever. But who knows? I've seen people dressed more scantily in non-hospital gowns and no one says boo, so... Likely I'd say that that's right. I think it's more they were concerned with his, uh, you know whatever, safety, security, soundness, those sorts of things. Any excuse the state can have to bother you. (laughs) Stick their nose in your business. Uh, We're in the chat below this uh, post. Debates whether or not someone can uh, check themselves out of the hospital. And it all starts with old Alan here. How dare someone decide not to do business with them? Better call the police. Do-do-do. And this guy says, for the... And I think it means for real, though. And then the scanner guy, lady, whoever it is, hops in and says, supposed to sign a release form before leaving. <laughs> and then this, no. and then the, the, the person that initiated this, ah, their policies only apply to their employees. Imagine if every business operated like the medical industry. I don't know what that any of this means.
1: They were getting pulled.
0: Patty was with me. She's like, I don't know what that means. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> then this one lady says, "I've hospitals numerous times without signing the forms, and no one ever called the police." lol. he stole a gown. But for uh, real, <laughs> you have no idea why there. Maybe I'll... Well, maybe suicidal... Well, I don't know if I can not even say this. Maybe I'll maybe suicidal, or at any rate, should have uh, put own clothes back on and left properly. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was kind of weird. But uh, mostly for the... Uh, Debate that occurred below about whether or not you can check yourself out of the hospital It seems to be that some people think it's a contractual arrangement And part of that contract is you have to sign papers or you aren't allowed to leave the building Which I don't think sounds right Yeah, I don't know Because that's like Some kind kind of imprisonment Voluntary imprisonment, though maybe because you signed a contract. But can you do that? Can you? Is that conscionable, Adam? Can you sign a contract waiving your rights to leave a prison if you voluntarily enter it? I don't know. I don't either. I but I do know that there were some more mysterious booms. Quincy File Department en route to Flynn Stadium for a fireworks display. Oh, hey, fireworks, 14th in Washington. Person reports they heard an explosion. A QPD officer is at 13th in Washington and didn't hear anything at all. No explosions here. Then from the inbox What were the loud booms around the South 16th area, Quincy? It could have been anything. In this case, it might have been these fireworks. Or maybe the fireworks are just a cover for more mysterious booms in town. Who's to say, Adam? Who's to say? Yeah. Some people say that they've been shooting off fireworks since June. can confirm. Periodically, I'll hear a random firework boom in my own neighborhood. That's what they want you to think. That's just it. From the inbox, uh, do you know anyone missing a rabbit in Quincy? I can't keep it. What do I do with it? We found it and it almost got hit. <laughs> Someone found a rabbit in the street apparently. God. And, uh, you know, weird, <laughs> similar to me, so I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, do you know anyone missing a raccoon in (laughs) Quincy I can't keep it what do I do with it I found it and it almost got hit in the road it's a very feisty sucker too so whoever's raccoon this belongs to needs to do a better job needs to do a better job taming this thing untrained completely untrained I went to work today and left it in my bedroom. Came back. It was a mess. Everything was just thrown around. Not house trained at all. Raccoon feces everywhere. They're big. uh, Yeah. And uh, did you know that raccoon feces could have a toxic parasite inside of it? I did not. Yeah. Don't. Don't. That's why, one of the reasons I can't keep it. I don't want to get the toxic raccoon parasite. So, Adam, uh, have you heard about 17th century Polish cavalry charges? I'm not too familiar on a lot of them. Are you familiar with any one in particular? I'm familiar with one. Ah, me too. So, a little background here. Uh, these uh, cranks over on Twitter are putting together some sort of uh, literary magazine project. So, maybe I'll put info below. But uh, basically, there's, there's, uh, you can submit. Anyone can submit. So, if you guys want to submit, cool. I don't know if you were planning to. I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking since I never got around to submitting uh, Real American anywhere that I might get that one put together. And then, <laughs> so they have a fiction, a poetry, and a nonfiction categories, and you can submit one thing in uh, each of the categories. So I was going to do that just to see what happens. Uh, the nonfiction piece was going to uh, catalog a like true to life memoir of working at Taco Bell. Yes, the real American, which is uh, stunning, frankly, and it's a it's a tragedy on the world that I haven't completed it yet. Is a half a short story. So a short, short story, because I don't like writing lots of stuff, Uh, about a true American. And then I was going to write a poem about the charge of the winged hussars at the Battle of Vienna. And uh, so to do that, I was doing a little just light research to, like, get some stuff in the brain about the winged hussars. I think I can't even remember what happened. I think it was, uh, someone posted a, like, which one of these would you, like, would you have wanted to see, or something like that, and it was, like, different, like, images of battles or whatever, and one of the replies was, oh, I don't know, but I would have loved to see the charge of the winged Hussars, and I'm like, I have never heard of this before in my entire life. And so I just Googled a little bit, and I found, like, t- uh, tidbits about this. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then I'm like, man. So I, it's stuck in my brain ever since I just got this glimpse of it. And then I just went, I just fell right into the winged <laughs> winged Hussar rabbit hole all the way down. and
1: uh, Yeah. And, uh, that single count has, like, a lot of fanboys. It's yeah. crazy. So, I
0: would uh, say if you're interested, uh, Google the Battle of Vienna and the Winged Sars and uh, King John Sobieski. Oh, so heroic, so maze, much based. But I uh, did find the. I stumbled upon so many things, but I found this wonderful meme. that uh, no one's going to get because no one has hardly ever heard of this (laughs) outside of certain circles on the internet but so this is an Ottoman Turk and this (laughs) this is his plan for defeating the Viennese coordinate a well planned siege effectively starving Vienna to the brink of collapse Yes, step one. Step two, use sappers to bring down the decrepit city walls with the ensuing rubble creating a path to march directly into the city. Very strong. Step two, very successful. Step three, then the winged Hussars arrive. Wait, step four, then the winged Hussars arrive. Oh no, because the winged Hussars charged and broke the siege. Anyway. <laughs> I thought this was very funny. But. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> no. And then the waitress saws arrived! Dun, 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 dun. Uh, there's even a metal band that I discovered, <laughs> a Swedish metal band that I discovered in this journey called Sabaton. And they. All of their songs are like based around some sort of uh, heroic. Last st- Well, we have an entire album called Last Stands, and it's all about these heroic Last Stands, and uh, The Wing to Sars is one of the songs on that album, but then they have other albums, so currently they're doing a back-to-back albums on uh, World War One.
1: What were they called? Uh, the Great War is the one that came out uh, a couple years ago, and then I think that they're naming the next one, The War to End All Wars.
0: I've just been like just completely immersed in Hussar history and Sabatone over the last three days. Yeah. So the next, these, these past couple albums have been just, uh, one. I even posted a couple of their songs on, uh, on Facebook. You know, my dad's a super fan, too. <laughs> he just posted in the chat, they are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And I agree. Well, but
1: <laughs> I I told my partner about them uh, last time I went. I've never heard of them before. Like, you know, they're pretty cool. Here we go. Really?
0: Uh, I haven't. Mean, oh, just there's just so much. Like I said, it's just been a whirlwind these past few days. I just don't even know what's up or down right now. But I do know that Sabaton is based. Winged Hussars are based, and I'm definitely going to write an epic poem in iambic pentameter heroic couplets about the charge of the Winged Hussars, and submit it to that literary uh, project. And you should definitely submit a Jake Timberpot uh, short story, a brand new one, about Jake Timberpot on the
1: moon! (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, well, I was looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know, because whatever, most, like, modern poetry I read or hear is super lame, uh, and it's all, like, this free-form nonsense, and so I'm like, if I'm yep. going to do this, it's, <laughs> it's going to be based in traditional. <laughs>
1: if you don't mind but I'm not gonna check it against whether or not it meets the meter and whatnot. Well, I, don't I don't know either the, I just it's gonna be uh, <laughs> I am the pentameter it's not
0: it's close enough I mean basically I don't know because of the way English language works it basically flows in the cadence of emphasis non-emphasis like this and so you just have to put your lines in uh, ten syllable uh, phrases Anyway, that's the basic research that I've done so far, and even if it doesn't get picked up by this thing, I will post it on the internet so all of my many fans can read. We do. My dad says he wishes he had their hair. And, uh, yeah, except for, like, the lead singer guy. All of them have one. It's like stereotypical Swedish metal band. It's like Swishgar and Toki. <laughs> That's a reference to Metalocalypse. One show, watch it anyway. boop a doop boop 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 Breaking news, Adam, breaking news. doop doop Tragedy struck. Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun on a movie set in New Mexico, kill, oh, killing cinematographer and wounding a director, authorities said. It's New Mexico. I thought it was Mexico. State sign. State sign. Sad. But, uh, this is tragic and it happens occasionally. That's how Brandon Lee died on the set of The Crow. He got shot. And so a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe this happened. Why were they using real guns? Yada, yada, yada.
1: (laughs) Why does Hollywood use real guns? Uh, This is the first time I realized that I, I guess I just thought that they were. Uh, I didn't think that they were real, and they because you have them. It says prop gun, but it's not a prop. It's a real gun that they use as a prop.
0: Yes, because they have to. They do. They literally fire them
1: using yeah. special
0: cartridges that make a flashy, smoky.
1: Yeah, they're blanks, aren't they? Or are they? Or are they different than blanks?
0: I think they're different than blanks, and I don't know all of the stuff, but, uh, yeah, they're special cartridges they fire, they don't have a bullet in it, right, and I believe usually the, like, OSHA, you know, protocol or whatever probably calls for somebody to be in charge of ensuring that those things, proper
1: safety procedures are followed, They've got to have someone with certain certifications to supervise it or whatnot. Yeah, and certain like, license.
0: They're like checking the gun to make sure it's working properly and that all of the ammo that they put in it's the the good stuff, not the kill guys stuff. But even when you do all that stuff, there's still a chance that something could go wrong. I, one, yeah, and I don't know because I think I heard it in the context of the Brandon Lee situation once upon a time that he wasn't actually shot with a bullet, but then I did hear that it was somebody slipped a bullet in. But there was a... What can happen is when you're using those kinds of rounds, the uh, barrel can become obstructed with the material that the cartridge shoots, and then it can then be fired by the next shot, like with the force of a, a bullet out of the end of the barrel, and can, you know, kill a guy. So I don't know. I didn't see any uh, any deets about if they had any more info on no, what happened. They probably have have it all. They're just not safe. Yeah, but Alec Baldwin did kill a lady. So now that's something you all know. <laughs> yes, uh, my dad said blanks shoot a wad. And that's, the, that's what they said. The wad gets caught in the barrel and makes a, like, solid enough barrier that then the force of the next blank firing in the gas shoots it out. And then that wad can do serious damage. But uh, someone found an old thing that Alec Baldwin posted. And this person and also replied, Mr. Baldwin, no, stop! Because Alec Baldwin had tweeted back in 2017 shoot these effing people in, re- <laughs> in, re- in re- reference to, <laughs> to big game hunters. So they're saying that he's finally putting action or words into action. <laughs> and this person says, I'd say you should stop. And I kind of agree with that.
1: Yeah, well, he's a hothead, but I don't know what the details are on this. Yeah,
0: we'll find out more. We will report back to everybody in the coming weeks about the Alec Baldwin killing a lady story. Don't you worry. Oh, what's this? A news story about Biden. Oh, let's see, I'm sure it'll be, as with Trump, very uh, pro, you know, congressional checks and not presidential power run amok and how the president is a co-equal branch of government. Let's read it real quick. Uh, Just the headline, I guess, is all we'll need for the, oh wait, Biden's treatment of Congress is patient but getting less so by the day.
1: (laughs) The sin is a relic of the Republican and it is now not. I've dissolved it. That's uh, what this stinks of.
0: And the rest of the article is pretty much (laughs) dumb. But I saw this headline and I'm like, what new hell is this? The media is now talking about how. describing Biden basically as a, a patient king dealing with his rabbleous children and how he has to uh, patiently get them into order. But only for so him. long.
1: Well, <laughs> I just, I just sit quietly. What happens with that?
0: I just. It's the contrast, Adam. It's like a short 10 months ago, the president was leading an insurrection against yeah. the people. And now he only has to exercise limited amounts of patience with the legislative branch of government. I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to know, but once again, I believe that it's all fake, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Congress does have something to say about this. In fact, I have some, uh, quick video here from a congressman himself, Representative Bill Posey.
1: Instead of the bogus Build Back Better plan and reconciliation plan, you know what they want? They want you to help put America back where you found it and leave it the hell alone. Let's go, Brandon. I yield back.
0: It says, uh, instead of the Build Back Better plan and all this nonsense, we want you to bring America back to where you found it and then leave us the hell alone. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, I'm not entirely sure what that's a reference to. Adam, have you heard anything about uh, this Brandon guy? I don't know
1: who Brandon is. Anybody in chat? But he seems to be very fond of him, though, and cheering him on. Everybody's
0: been cheering Brandon on. We couldn't, <laughs> couldn't think. Isn't the Olympics? Is the Olympics
1: going on right now?
0: No, no. I think it was some kind of NASCAR race.
1: If I remember correctly. Oh, cheering on. Man, the last time NASCAR hit mainstream was a while ago. I remember.
0: Yeah, the... Uh, so, I'm playing a little bit of games here. But, uh... <laughs> it was a NASCAR race, and they were doing an interview of the guy. I can't even remember if he would or not, but his name's Brandon something or anything. And the tra- crowd is sh- chanting a common chant that has been springing up spontaneously across the country at large sporting events and NASCAR races. And And even the streets of. (laughs) And the, in the interviewers like, Oh look, listen, they're shouting, let's go Brandon for you right now. But what they're really saying is uh, F word Joe Biden really loud and repeatedly over and over again. And the news media pretended that they were saying let's go Brandon for the interview with this guy. Yeah. Uh, the uh, government of Canada has banned any uh, politicians or, or people in the government from uh, using the phrase in any way. And I don't know what that's right. about. Yeah. Canada came out and said, you're not allowed to say, let's go, Brandon. And and now people have been using, let's go, Brandon, in a context where they, uh, (laughs) you know, they can't just explicitly uh, say F the president. So they just say it, and everybody knows what they mean. Which is what that congressman was doing. Uh, But they can't say it, Right. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess that guy can say whatever he wants. We're in America still. Okay. You can still do that kind of yeah. stuff. This ain't, this ain't fascist Canada. God, what is the deal? We need to invade them again. I didn't go so hot last time.
1: Yeah, it well, was because we had a traitor in our midst, we something or other. I'm confusing that. Yeah, that was a different thing earlier war. He was out there. He knew our plans. That's it. That's what it was. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: but, uh, yeah, it's one more sign of the times. Uh, people all are getting a little fed up with the president. But at least there isn't a group of people that will have particular grievances against this administration or the government that are just like, you know... Uh, have that constituency concentrated with their vitriol and everything oh wait what's this (laughs) adam reports are trickling out from dc's jails patriot wing this is where they keep the january 6 protesters in isolation that suggests that some of the jan jan sixers are bonding out and becoming even more entrenched in their anti government beliefs. Experts say this speaks to the broader issue of radicalization in custody. A federal court. Uh, what? what's, who's the source? What's the source say? I mean, like, what's the. The article is from Vice, and the headline is Capital Rioters in Jails, Patriot Wing have wild rituals and a fan base. Tess Owen and I have no idea who this is some Twitter crank who's got a check mark is the one that's talking about how it's clearly custody and prison system that needs to crack down on radicalization
1: (laughs) Uh, weren't these things like four years? seven years ago talking about how like there needs to be prison reform the only president that's done any prison reform in the
0: last two plus decades the last thing that they tried was the crime bill which made things way worse and that was in clinton's time has been donald trump oh that's right uh but he was the worst president of all time, and hands down, if you disagree, then you're a Jan Sixer, and you should go to prison in solitary confinement for six months without bail. But it's the system that's radicalizing you, man. Uh, unrelated. What? You're offended?
1: Huh?
0: Say? I said unrelated. Unrelated. Uh, so, so, once upon a time, there was this group of whack jobs out in Texas called the Branch Davidians. And the Branch Davidians uh, were doing weird stuff or whatever, and so the government decided that they wanted to get them. And as part of that, they burned women and children alive in the complex. And a guy heard about that, and he was mad. And uh, he wasn't in prison, so it wasn't the prison system that radicalized him, so to speak. But he was a guy that saw that the government had overreached its bounds and was doing things just to get guys and killing people without remorse or really any kind of humility about it. In fact, I believe that the person that was nominated as the ATF chief had posed with burnt corpses. Children. Yes. And uh, this guy heard about it and he said, oh, that's not good. This government's gone too far. It's time. It's time. And he drove a truck full of diesel fuel and fertilizer out in front of a building and blew it up. And that man was Timothy McVeigh. Completely unrelated to anything I was just talking about, I just thought I'd go on a little Tim, Tim McVeigh side rant anyway. Back to this story. I'm sure there'll be no consequences from the, from the government taking these extreme punitive actions against people who walked into the Capitol building, which should be open to the public anyway. And I'm sure that the people that were put in solitary confinement for doing this for six months won't have any lasting bad feelings that could radicalize them against the government. I'm sure all this will be fine. It'll blow over. They'll, they'll, they'll realize that they've been beat and that the government was right. And all the people that's calling them insurrectionists and traitors and rebels... They're all correct, and I'll just have to go home and think about what I've done.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sure this is how it'll all play out. No bad consequences.
1: Uh, I don't... <laughs> the... Oh, Blowback is a thing.
0: No, no, Adam, I think you're just making that up. You're probably one of them Jan Sixers. One of their fan club as vice <laughs> Anyway, when the bombs start going off, don't say I didn't warn you, idiots. But no one watches the show anyway. This is just what they'll use for evidence against me in the trials. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Breaking news, Adam! Breaking news! Oh my gosh, breaking news! Over the weekend, it emerged that the Chinese military in August secretly launched a rocket carrying a hypersonic glide vehicle into space. It flew around the globe through low-orbit space before returning to Earth. Oh my gosh. This is supposed to be the next wave of nuclear arms development. Oh my. Cold War two. Bruin. Bruin. While the missile reportedly missed its target by about two dozen miles, the test shows China has made rapid progress on the lightning-fast weapons and is far more advanced than the U.S. intelligence officials had realized. One official said, we have no idea how they did this. And then we've got a nice picture of the Red Army. Marching on parade. Uh, for those who don't know, the what, they, what they're what they developing is a, a low Earth orbit hypersonic uh, missile. I want to call it platform, but I don't know uh, exactly what, what to say. But it, it's basically a, a satellite that has a warhead in it that travels. Multiple times the speed of sound in low Earth orbit. And so instead of just having a ballistic missile that travels on a parabolic trajectory, they go, ballistic missiles, uh, ICBMs go all the way into space and then they can come down anywhere in the world. Uh, but they're on a fixed path and it makes them more susceptible to. Anti missile technologies and missile shields and these sorts of things. Uh, hypersonic glide vehicles stay in orbit until you decide to deorbit them. And so they can just circle the Earth forever. You know, like the space station or whatever. And then whenever you decide, you push a button and then it falls down wherever you tell it to. And so you don't know where exactly those are going to land at a given time. It's like when we used to fly our B-52s circle. What? Plus or minus 20 miles.
1: Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't know, because I picked up on a couple things just reading this that I hadn't seen before. Apparently this happened back in August, too. So we're just now hearing about it. Uh, but we used to circle our B-52s around the Arctic Circle. After yeah, the Chrome Dome. Yeah. Waiting. Hey, where are these guys gonna fly? You guys don't know where we're gonna send these guys. Don't worry about it. We're just they're they're just <laughs> armed with multiple thermonuclear warheads. Don't don't worry about these these cruise missile carrying <laughs> jumbo bombers. <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't really see the point of hypers... I mean, I guess whatever you say, well, if there's B-52s, we can shoot them down. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Te- technically speaking, I think you could probably shoot down a hypersonic uh, low-Earth orbit missile
1: platform, too. But it might be a little harder. Didn't we shoot down our... thought there was, like, some defunct satellite uh, about, a, I don't know, 10 years ago or so. And they, we made a big spectacle, sent a B two up to launch, a, <laughs> basically to destroy the satellite. It's super cool. Earth. And it was
0: yeah. a it was a major plot point of the classic action film Under Siege Two: Dark Territory, starring
1: Steven Seagal. <laughs> no, this thing was real though. I, I remember. Hit when I, I don't know. It might not have been a B two, but I thought it was. I thought it was still. A fire. I do remember because I was, at one point I'm like why why is there so much coverage about this and everyone's just like cause it's awesome well okay <laughs> I can't I can't compete with that one
0: I mean it is pretty cool I can't say that's uh that's not true
1: atmosphere to space missile that's pretty
0: poop cool. poop 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 Adam just in just in the Pentagon announced that U S Army and Navy successfully tested their own hypersonic weapon prototypes on Wednesday oh not to be outdone
1: <laughs> man we got that uh technology done up front and tested and <laughs> oh
0: man rapid time Wait, Wait. from zero hearing about it last week to having a prototype launching it and successfully testing it today or i guess wednesday so a couple days ago wow you know, it would almost make me think that uh, we already had one and it just wasn't public and they just announced it and in ran yeah, r- I
1: mean.
0: random tests just because they didn't want the Chinese to think that, or the, I guess, I don't know, because you're sending messages, right, at that point in time, because you know you got it. The Chinese probably know you've got it. But the Chinese were making headlines about their hypersonic vehicle or whatever. And your intelligence community embarrassed you by saying, we have no idea how the Chinese were able to accomplish such a feat. And so, like, all right, I guess, Ah, let's fire one up, boys.
1: $1 million. (laughs) Uh,
0: We really already have this thing perfected, but (laughs) shoot one off and tell everybody we got one, too. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah so it's this kind of thing so now we both have hypersonic uh weapon prototypes the Chinese and us and so Russia's got to shoot one off and and then we have to uh we have to leak the new hypersonic uh weapon prototype that has multiple warhead capability which Ooh, was there such- you go such a cool thing that the Russians did during the Cold War. They probably have still several of those pointed at our face right now. But these oh, were yeah. ICBMs that had like a hundred warheads inside of them. Yeah, they'll launch it up and then there's
1: like <laughs> a dozen. <laughs> <But> at <laughs> this point, it's like the end of humanity.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like they're singing that Russian song in the submarine from Red October that you can't stop them all, capitalist dog. <laughs> and it's true, because it was a countermeasure uh, missile uh, arms race thing that was happening there for a while. And this is one of the bad things, but I don't know how bad it is, because I don't, know, I don't even know how China was involved in the test bans and missile bans and arms treaties and stuff. Or if they were at all. But Trump got us out of those things. He's like, hey, we're not we're not in these arms limitations agreements anymore. And part of that was because Russia was breaking them. Like, oh, definitely. blatantly. And, and we were just like, oh, we can't get... See, I still don't understand... Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. There was a weird thing And I don't completely understand It was part of what Trump uh, Played on and One of the things that he did when he was president was If they're breaking the rules You can't go all Neville Chamberlain On them You gotta actually confront them Call them out and then take Counter steps to Confront them He was not yeah. non-confrontational he would say, China, your trade practices are hurting us and it's not cool, man. You can't do that. We're renegotiating this stuff. It's not Absolutely. this aggression cannot stand, man.
1: Yeah, wait, what? You have an Iranian general on our airstrip? <laughs> bad move (laughs) yeah the Iranian
0: general's over here inspecting the terrorist militias that they're funding to attack our soldiers but it's like oh you can't attack that guy
1: oh no
0: he's like no what are you talking about there's rules there's a protocol you gotta abide by the rules quit breaking the rules man What's no, if you break the rules, the... you might make someone mad at us. Oh, it doesn't matter. They're already putting it to us, man. You can't just let it go. You lose either way if you do that. Oh. oh. God. God. Going all the dude over here. see what we got going on here oh oh there's something that adam's really into uh so there was a vote uh, recently there was a bill put forward it was called the freedom to vote act obviously this act was uh, put out uh, because it was meant to give people the freedom to vote it's in the name what else could it do anyway those bad demonistic republicans <laughs> Unanimously voted to block the Freedom to Vote Act. Oh, these guys—they hate voting. Oh, they just want you to not be able to vote at all. I don't. Even, I don't see any other way to interpret this, Adam. Clearly, it's called the Freedom to Vote Act.
1: There's there's a few things wrong with this headline picture. I see nothing wrong with this. It's called the Freedom Vote Act. They unanimously voted to block it. They're against voting. Uh, so (laughs) number one thing that I don't like is (laughs) the picture is used. He's a Democratic senator, so I don't know. He's disappointed. He's lowering his glasses. He's like, I can't believe
0: these Republicans hate voting so much.
1: So I'm unsure as, I don't know, there's weird congressional rules that I'm not entirely sure of, but how can you vote to block you? Democrats have the vote. Don't they have the vote or is this a 60 year above? I think it's a 60 year above situation. All right, so I don't know what to tell you. That means that they, that means that they needed, uh, let's see, they would have needed 10, 11 Republicans to break right. I think you
0: just need 60, so 10. Yeah. In a but, 49 yeah. to 51 vote, Republicans blocked the Senate from moving forward on the Democrats' voting rights bill. Although I don't really understand this, it must have been uh, one Democrat defected, since it was unanimous.
1: Yeah, so oh, the maybe that's what I'm not, I'm not. This this description is not it's not clear. So they announced they voted two votes right 50-50, Oh no. no, no 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 no. I miss okay. So fifty fifty Senate. They needed at least 10. Okay, so they needed 60. 49, 50. Okay. So if the Republicans voted unanimously, yeah, you're right. So a Democrat would have voted alongside the Republicans.
0: One Democrat hates voting too. That's what I get out of this.
1: Probably the one pictured off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go he's probably one of those blue dog democrats worse yeah, he than, knows it's <laughs> worse, than that, worse than that rhino Colin Powell oh no rest in peace i couldn't i told you i couldn't i couldn't look at the colin powell stuff especially after trump started talking about him but you forced it on me you held me down and made me hear what he had said. Uh, no, now you just—you just unplug <laughs> you just your ears. There was nothing that would have been childish. If ever anybody knows me, they know that I am anything but childish. Don't question it. Oh. Well, we're in low on a time, but I think we've got time for this. This was kind of fun. Uh, it was a list of rejected amendments proposed but never ratified. Oh. Uh, some people said that the U.S. was just wilding out in 1893, but then they came to their senses in 94 when they wanted to amend the Constitution to acknowledge that the Constitution recognized God and Jesus Christ as the supreme authorities in human affairs. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Separation of church and state except to acknowledge the one true God is in charge of things, which is cool. Uh, some of the cool ones, they wanted to uh, rename the nation as the United States of Earth.
1: Was they cool. were adding... <laughs> they were gonna... When was the Spanish-American War? I'm just saying. <laughs> They're were, We were expanding. Yeah, we came late to the Empire game, but, you know. Yeah, we were just about to get all... Spain's uh, old territories. We did. Yeah, we are about to get Cuba and then we... Uh...
0: We basically had Cuba until those rafscallions started rabble-rousing down there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I meant like as an actual like territory or state, not of, like a puppet. It was <laughs> our
0: puppet state. <laughs> it was fine. We're like, hey, we don't have to. Hey, yay! Hey, did you guys know we don't actually have to own these things as territory? What? Yeah, you can just like control the government, man, and then it's just as
1: good as. I was trying to. I was searching for a PG friendly word to use, but wussed. There we go. Before we wussed out. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't.
0: Well, I don't know. There's been a lot of wussing out since the atom bombs come around. for pragmatic reasons. <laughs> Unless you're Douglas MacArthur. <laughs> Talk about <Ballers> z- zero <laughs> soy.
1: <laughs> I for that, you know? Oh.
0: 1876, an attempt to abolish the United States Senate. Hey, they're bringing that one back. No, Yeah, they are. Oh, an executive council of three to replace the office of president. A triumvirate. Yeah. I thought that that was cool, and it, it started me thinking that how the Constitution was originally structured to give the second place candidate if for president the vice presidential office was actually super genius, and that we got rid of it at our own peril. Yeah. It's, it's the political opponent now has a voice in government. And if they were also truly vested with... A, because the vice president is the president of the Senate. Right? And so they should have a procedural role in, in certain things outside of just casting the, the tie-break vote. But uh, that would matter, too. I mean, it would have mattered in this one. Correct, this but... But, like, more so, sort of like a Speaker of the House role, where you have basically control over the agenda and those sorts of things. Oh, my
1: gosh, dude. Trump in the... <laughs> see, I see what I'm saying, right? It would have, it would have made us so government wouldn't have func- could not function. Why not? Which is...
0: The, the vice president only has power, li- very limited power to cast right. a tie-breaking vote in the Senate and to, uh, if there was some actual teeth to being the president of the Senate, be able to sort of procedurally guide the proceedings. That right. would grind them to a halt through be procedural uh, ways well. to override his domineering or whatever.
1: Right. Or I'm just saying it would be another... Uh... Safeguard as far as having the government steamroll its citizens. Oh, 100%.
0: That's what I'm saying. And there's uh, repeatedly, I hear this come up all the time about uh, proportional representation in Congress based on voting percentages and party allocation and these sorts of things. Sort of like a parliamentary system like they have in Great Britain. But this effectively did that before we undid it with the amendment. Uh, that you would give the other party or the next most popular uh, political position power and representation at the executive level of government. But now it's all one-sided. Now the president and the vice president are completely simpatico. Right. So I think we should bring that back. I'm 100% for, for that. I guess I'd never really thought about it before, but I'm just like, it actually makes complete sense. And I really don't know why they got rid of it. Other than people didn't like it because then they had to deal with the other party. I think that's how I always heard it sort of framed when it would come up. You were the history guy.
1: I don't remember.
0: Hmm. Hey, Prohibition worked so well the first time. In 1938, they decided to try again with slightly different wording by forbidding the drunkenness in the United States and all of its territories. <laughs> you can still drink, right? You can drink. You just can't get drunk. That's not allowed. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Ooh, and in 1970, they were wiling out again. American citizens should have the... Wait, have the alienable? I don't think that should be alienable. Should have the right to an environment free of pollution. Oh, Adam, are you aware of any environments, even ones that have no touch by man, that are free of any pollutants?
1: Uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, the way that the EPA has defined certain, uh, thing of pollution, or what is it? they 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 state that even like putting hot water into cold water, like putting hot water into the river, is pollution.
0: Yes. Even if just even if it's just water. Yes. This is like, what I'm saying. It, it's got beaver urine in the water over the. Sp- pristine stream in Canada or whatever it's like it's polluted I have an inalienable right to be free of pollution you must prevent this beaver urine from contaminating my river water please and thank you noise pollution let's go let's take this very far light pollution insane whatever that was in the 70s when the environmental whack jobs were sort of coming to the forefront <sighs> Oh, this is a good one. <clears> hey, <throat> I remember picking up on that as an eight or nine-year-old. But wait, God made Pharaoh harden his heart? Very strange. To which Spooky Scottish replies, I'm glad atheists are admitting that they have the critical thinking skills of a nine-year-old. <laughs> which is what I always think of when people say... Well, I was part of the church when I was a kid, and I know how they ran things. And that's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're basing your interpretation of the church on the, the, the reasoning of a nine-year-old. Yeah. But to which we've received this clever reply. Theists never even reached that point. They still believe in a magic, invisible man in the sky. For me, that ended with... Hmm. Santa Claus, <laughs> uh, to which we got this, which is what the title of tonight's episode is based on. He's like, cringe. Santa Claus does actually exist and intercedes for us from heaven. <laughs> Yeah, uh, based and saint-pilled. That's all I gotta say about that. Am I cringe? Yes, you're cringe, dude. <laughs> and it's so true. It's like, oh, people forgot. And then wait, I saw one and it was pretty cool. <clears throat> and it was an Earth Force wake me up when you see flying reindeer or a North Pole factory run by elves. Ha ha ha, got you again. but it was this one what if what if God is using my generosity to my children as part of the answers to the prayers of St. Nicholas yes Virginia there is a Santa Claus and it is the will of God and I thought that was cool that was a cool way of interpreting how Santa Claus is real (laughs) I didn't, even, I didn't even look at this stuff. But someone replies to Earth saying, uh, If Santa Claus isn't real, then who gives you Christmas presents? <laughs> <laughs> and this person replies, My family, if I've been good. And then he says, Do you have any proof? <laughs> <laughs> and then the person says I read the tags lol and he says can you show me the tags and I see exactly where this is going can you prove that it's not Santa Claus giving you the presents where's your evidence if you're so adamant and you say that evidence is what's required to show a thing right Yeah. and how do you know it's not Santa Claus that's giving you these things provide me with your falsifiable evidence if you will <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's giga chan with a gun <laughs> santa denier so true that's why i uh unapologetically believe in santa claus and tell my child that he is real What time we got, 10.15, all right. Let's look here. Oh, I did want to share this because it was amazing. And for all those out there, actually a solution for global warming has come to fruition. Yes, that's correct. They have solved the problems associated with global warming. And today I will reveal those to you. Are you ready, Adam? Okay. Are you ready for the wonderful and groundbreaking solution to global warming? Oh, yeah. Are you? Absolutely. Say it like you mean it and I'll show it to you. <laughs> show me the money? I don't know. Here it is. Just do this every 99 years or so. this very funny when I saw it but basically this guy's saying these people really out here acting like sea levels rising a foot per century is an insurmountable problem and he shows some garden landscaping, some paving blocks stacked up and he's like repeat, every 99 years, (laughs) any more brain busters? (laughs) Nope problem solved, it put it in perspective for me and I said Why are we so concerned? It it couldn't be that there's some sort of financial interest in perpetuating and driving a climate change agenda to enrich alternate fuel companies and alternate energy consortiums and to uh, penalize people that we disfavor to make their Industry's less competitive with our friends. That couldn't be any of that. Which is why I'm gonna move on to our <gasps> Ice Cold the, the, the Week! From Ice to yourself Ice Cold Facts! You can't wake up every morning with a new hustle. You gotta find one! Find the one for you and stick with it. It may take a while for it to fully pay off, but you gotta grind it out. Ice cold fact. And I must say that Ice lives his ice cold facts because this week they put out the 500th episode of Law & Order SVU. The oh, we- longest running TV drama in the history of the world. (laughs) Stuck with that grind. He didn't care. People would come at him, Hey man, you play a cop on TV. And he said, Get bent, mother. (laughs) I'm taking that bag home to my wife and child every day. (laughs) And, bonus. Bonus tea. Uh... What we've got here is a little video, closed-captioned TV. Is that closed caption? Is that what it is? Closed-circuit TV showing a couple of skater dudes boosting some chips at the at the convenience store. I says when the boosters become the hero. Love the skateboard distraction technique. Well, let's see what this is about. We got these two guys. We're going to the character Shrek, and the old man. This guy's putting a bunch of crap in his backpack: potato chips and stuff. What's this? Oh! What? Guy walks it! He's holding a shotgun! Oh my gosh! There's a holdup happening! Oh, what are these dudes doing? They're freaking out. We gotta do something about this man. This is our favorite place to steal chips from. <laughs> Wait! What was that sound? Oh! Oh! Wait! Wait! Ah! Oh, I got him! Coming around the corner, tackling oh the my guy. God. <laughs> threw his display on top oh, of him. You dropped the shotgun into the store clerk and bolted. Amazing. Yeah. There was another one I saw. It was a guy, and he was in the or in the gas station. He had just ordered. Or paid for his stuff. He's about to leave and some guys come walking in, and they they have their handgun pointed at the store clerk. They're holding the place up, and the guys like stands there the
1: restaurant, and they then they all of a sudden
0: reaches up, shh, grabs the gun, ah, and throws the guy
1: on the ground and stuff. Yeah, and all, punches him right in the face, and then the two other guys like run away. Yeah,
0: and all the people it's, in the chat are like, men dream about this situation every day of their
1: lives. <laughs>
0: that man pulled a gun, this is exactly what i do to disarm him and save everybody and be a hero for the whole town. Yay! <laughs> anyway, those are our contributions from Ice-T for the week. Uh, there was one more thing on a Spanish Literary Award, but we just don't have time for it this week. <laughs> Well, that's our show for you tonight, folks. Really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you did, smash like, subscribe, share with all your friends, because, as you know, this content can't be found anywhere else in the world because it's just so gum special. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show? Nope, I don't have anything to add. Nothing about a, uh, a little bit of a sleazy detective that chain-smokes cigarettes and has a inkling for the dames.
1: <laughs> no, I don't.
0: No. I don't have anything to no. Alright, that's our show, folks. Really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, we will see you next week right here on Triggered! Good night!